Chapter 3 of Flowers from the Garden of St. Francis for Every Day of the Year. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 3 Month of March. First Day. St. Francis said, The Spirit of God requires that the flesh should be mortified, despised, kept under, crushed. It longs for penance, simplicity, true peace of mind, and above all, the divine fear, the divine wisdom, and the divine love of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Second day, Blessed Egedius of Assisi said, Man becomes rich by divine things, he becomes poor by human things. He ought then to love the former, and hate the latter. Third day, St. Francis said, We ought to blush at allowing ourselves to be carried away by idle and silly distractions, when in time of prayer we are in converse with a great king. Fourth day, St. Francis said, Theologians impart to us the holy word of God, I desire then to pay them the honor and respect befitting those who communicate to us spirit and life. Fifth day, St. Angela Marici said, Alms deeds are a pious stratagem by means of which we may, so to say, purchase souls. They lay the poor under a kind of necessity to work out their salvation. Sixth day, St. Bernardine of Siena said, Tribulation is the guardian of the heart. It puts man out of the way of many a fall. It urges him to fight for truth, to flee from dangerous occasions, to ask the divine assistance. Seventh day, St. Anthony of Padua said, We must not fear the corrections we receive here below, but it is well to think often of the accusations that will be brought against us at the day of judgment. Eighth day, St. Lidvina Tertiary said, The holiest man is not he who is in the holiest state of life. It is he who fulfills most perfectly the duties of the state in which divine providence has placed him. Ninth day, St. Francis said, Oh, how grand and glorious it is to have a Father in heaven! How sweet and consoling to have the Holy Spirit for our loving spouse! How we are excited to peace, to humility, to charity, to the contempt of all earthly things, by the thought that we have a brother who has given his life for his sheep. Tenth day, St. Francis said, let us be convinced that we have nothing of our own except our evil habits and our sins. We have rather cause to rejoice when we are exposed to temptation, and that we bear generously in this world, for the sake of life eternal, the trials we meet in the natural and supernatural order. Eleventh day, St. Leonard of Port Maurice said, Grace is a gift of God, but as a general rule, it is given only to him who asks for it by fervent and constant prayer, 
who makes a good use of it and who corresponds with it promptly and faithfully twelfth day saint francis said i recommend very specially our brothers in jesus christ when mixing in the world not to dispute not to speak too loud not to judge others but to be meek peaceable retiring affable humble and as becomes them to speak courteously with every one thirteenth day saint francis said to be really good we must be able to be so with the wicked fourteenth day saint francis said if you were the wisest and the richest of men if you could work miracles and put the demons to flight all that would be in a sense foreign to you and might even prove fatal to you fifteenth day saint francis said when the servant of god endeavors with all his strength to possess and preserve that joyousness of spirit which proceeds from purity of heart and which is acquired by fervent prayer the demons may try in vain to hurt him sixteenth day saint francis said woe to him who places his delight in vain and idle words and thus makes men contract the habit of senseless laughter seventeenth day saint francis said the tongue is the instrument of life and death to man not on account of the food it takes but on account of the words it utters eighteenth day saint francis said in this valley of tears there is nothing of beauty or loveliness that can fully satisfy your heart nineteenth day saint francis said the spirit of poverty is the root of obedience the mother of renunciation the death of vain complacency the ruin of vanity and cupidity twentieth day saint francis said no one ought by a foolish self-confidence to take pride in what is within the reach of every sinner a sinner can fast pray weep mortify his flesh but there is one thing he cannot do be faithful to god twenty-first day saint francis said we should never desire to be raised above others we should prefer to be humble and entirely submissive for god's sake to all creatures twenty-second day saint francis said of all the gifts of the holy spirit the principle is the grace to conquer self and willingly to suffer injuries for the love of god twenty-third day saint francis said we often lose a treasure of inestimable price for a little vainglory or some paltry honor and thus it happens that the benefactor ceases to bestow his gifts twenty-fourth day saint francis said when the servant of god is a prey to sadness he ought at once to have recourse to prayer and remain in all humility before his father and lord until he restores to him the joy of his salvation twenty-fifth day 
St. Bernardine of Siena said, Virtues are dangerous, if not accompanied by humility. We lose our reward through the vainglory they produce. Twenty-sixth day, St. Antony of Padua said, God loves to come into humble and compassionate souls, into souls that are full of discretion, that are penitent and devout. But he abandons cold and callous hearts, hearts that seek their own ease, that shrink from the smallest sacrifice, that show no love for prayer or meditation. Twenty-seventh day, St. Francis said, O Lord Jesus Christ, let the sweet and consuming force of thy love absorb my mind, that I may die for the love of thee, who was pleased to die for the love of me. Twenty-eighth day, St. Angela Marici said, Let your intentions in the performance of your actions be so pure that your one aim may be the glory of God and the salvation of souls. Twenty-ninth day, St. Joseph of Cupertino said, The adversities and tribulations of life are special graces, and those most to be desired. God reserves them for his dearest friends. Receive them then as such, with patience, constancy, and joy. Thirtieth day, St. Francis said, I desire that my brethren should be true disciples of the gospel, that they should make rapid progress in the knowledge of truth, that they should advance in purity and simplicity, and never separate the simplicity of the dove from the prudence of the serpent, according to the injunction of our divine Master. Thirty-first day, St. Francis said, The more miserable I am, the more ought I to confide in the mercy of God. End of chapter 3